I won't deny that this is a tough year to celebrate Canada Day. Hi, I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show. In years past on this Canada Day, or as I typically call it, Dominion Day, here at True North, we would unabashedly celebrate Canada as the best country in the world. Canada is safe, secure, free, and open, and Canadians are gracious, friendly, welcoming, and great stewards of our tradition of ordered liberty that dates back to the signing of the Magna Carta. That's the world's first written constitution, limiting the powers of government and enshrining the rights of the individual. Canada is a beautiful country, and there's nothing better than getting outside, exploring the natural wonders of our country, and spending some time in the great outdoors. Canadians are adventuresome, we're tough as nails, loyal, and we're committed to developing and building up our great country despite the natural challenges and often up against all the elements. But I say it's a tough year to celebrate Canada because the media and the Laurentian elite in this country have basically turned on Canada. They've certainly turned on Canada's first and founding prime minister, Sir Johnny MacDonald, and they've turned on Canada's early and often failed policies regarding First Nations. But here's the thing. The media and the Laurentian elite in Canada, the ones who are now turning on Canada, they've never aptly represented Canada or Canadians. They invented their own narrative, a myth that was never really that true, never really that accurate. These Laurentian elites sneered and turned their noses at everyday Canadians and instead invented their own anti-American narrative to define Canada. The left in this country pulled Canada away from its British roots and identity as being part of the mighty British Empire and crafted a new post-British identity after World War II. At that time, Canada was known as a mighty ally and a country with grit, determination, and innovation. Canada punched well above its weight in the Second World War and helped to secure a victory against fascism and against the Nazis in Europe. But the new leftist narrative of Canadian identity was defined as a softer, more progressive, more enlightened, and more worldly version of our American neighbors. The left launched a campaign to replace the symbolism associated with Canada's historical connection with the British Empire and introduced new, broad and generic symbols to represent Canada. In the mid-1960s, the Liberals pushed a bitter debate in Parliament over introducing a new flag. At the time, Canada used both the Union Jack and the Red Ensign, both interchangeably as our national flag. The Liberals wanted a new flag, some form of a Maple Leaf, which had long been a secondary symbol for Canada. The Tories at the time, led by future Prime Minister John Diefenbaker, opposed the new flag, saying it abandoned Canada's British tradition. Diefenbaker accused Liberal Prime Minister at the time, Lester B. Pearson, of trying to use the flag debate as a distraction from his scandal-plagued and unpopular government and governing record. Public opinion was basically split among English Canadians, and according to Pierre Trudeau at the time, French Canadians didn't really care either way. Some historians opposed the change, calling the new flag innocuous and saying it would not promote national unity, but would merely produce an indifferent response. Pearson eventually got his way, and the new flag was officially hoisted at the Peace Tower on Parliament Hill on February 15, 1965. John Diefenbaker said this to Lester B. Pearson. He said, you have done more to divide the country than any other prime minister. And in fact, when John Diefenbaker died in 1979, his coffin was draped with both the Red Ensign and the new Maple Leaf. But the Liberals weren't done. Next, in 1982, another Liberal government first changed their Bill of Rights and wrote a new Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And they also changed the name of our national holiday. From the moment our country was formed in 1867 all the way up till 1982, 
July 1st was celebrated as our national holiday, but it was known as Dominion Day. Then, on one hot day in July, Dominion Day was officially thrown out in something that can aptly be described as a coup. A liberal from Quebec introduced a private member's bill to change the holiday's name to Canada Day, and a near-empty House of Commons rushed to push through this bill. Let me read a passage from the Dictionary of Canadian Politics. According to historian Matthew Hayday, 13 members of Parliament remained in the House of Commons on a hot Friday afternoon in July and began debating a private member's bill, tabled by Quebec MP Al Hebert, to amend the Holiday Act so as to change the name from Dominion Day to Canada Day. As Hayday told the Canadian press in 2019, no one actually asked the Speaker of the House to verify that there was still quorum. Unless someone asks, it's assumed that it still exists. But there were some doubts as to whether, in fact, there were enough members of Parliament in the House. Undeterred, the MPs held first, second, and third reading in under 10 minutes on that hazy Friday afternoon. The bill eventually passed through the Senate, and it became law later that year. So with the stroke of a pen, Dominion Day was out, and the more on-brand Canada Day was in. So... 13 MPs decided to ditch Dominion Day. Not very democratic. And interestingly, it was the Globe and Mail newspaper that led a campaign to save the old Dominion Day. In the mid-1990s, the now left-wing newspaper launched a national campaign called Bring Back Our Dominion Day, selling t-shirts and posters. But alas, the campaign did not get anywhere and it was a lost cause at that point. But there is just a little bit of delicious irony to hear liberals and leftists today calling for our country to cancel Canada Day, since Canada Day was the holiday that they invented and they imposed. I know that there are some conservatives out there who chuckle a little bit when they see the cancel Canada Day uh, trending on social media. You know, they might shrug and say, sure, cancel Canada Day, but bring back Dominion Day. And of course, that's not the only example. As recently as 2015, the Trudeau Liberals forced another change to our national symbol. This time, they awkwardly changed our national anthem. They alleged that it wasn't gender neutral. They got rid of the line, in all thy sons command, and replaced it with a really clunky and awkward sounding, in all of us command. Liberals have a habit of changing our national symbols to make them more broad, more generic, and less British. Their attempts to whitewash our past, whitewash our history, and to define the country's national identity based on left-wing government policies like universal government health care and subsidized university was always set up to fail. That's because their self-righteous purity is based on fiction, not fact. As much as the liberals try to distance Canada from its history and its British past, its British roots, it can't. Canada, just like every other country in the world and just like every other civilization in human history, is complex and its history is rife with examples of war, fighting, killing, cruelty, abuse of power, and illiberal lapses in judgment. Canada, of course, is no exception. We're no different. So now Canada's Laurentian elite face a crisis. Their projection of their Canada doesn't hold up to scrutiny. The image that they propagated over the years has been shattered. But let me be blunt, this is their problem. They're the ones that will have to reconcile their self-constructed myth of Canada with the reality that early Canadians were anything but kindler, gentler, more progressive versions of our American neighbors. For the rest of us who maintain a more realistic image of ourselves and our country, not much has changed. Canada's history is comprised of sacrifice, grit, and perseverance. We get a lot of things right, but we also get a lot of things wrong. And when we did, we acknowledge our mistakes and we do our best to learn from them. 
Canada today is a wonderful and pluralistic country, a place where we share basic principles, traditions, and values, but this allows for a great deal of freedom, individualism, and diversity to grow on top of these shared values. Canada's commitment to basic principles like human dignity and individual freedom mean that fewer people get left behind, but that there's also true opportunity and upward mobility, unlike almost every other part of the world. Canada makes lots of mistakes, and our political leaders are often misguided and often plain wrong. But we have mechanisms to protect ourselves from tyrannical government, and we have the ability to hold politicians accountable and elect new governments. That is part of the reason why people come from all over the world to live in Canada. That is why Canada routinely ranks at or near the top of global indexes measuring economic freedom, quality of life, happiness, good governance, and safety. Canada is one of the least corrupt countries in the world, and yes, Canada is one of the least racist countries in the world. So this Dominion Day, ignore the media narrative, ignore the smug Laurentian elites, and raise a toast to this great country that we call home. Happy Canada Day, happy Dominion Day. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.